The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. At time right now, 816, you're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. And on the air with us this morning, we have Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor here in Murfreesboro. Dr. McCabe, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Scott. I hope everybody else is and that they enjoyed the slightly cooler or less hot weather that we had this weekend. Definitely so. I know it made my grass grow a whole lot this weekend with the rain that we had. Yeah, thank goodness we had the rain, unlike other part of the countries who are praying for rain. Uh, we're fortunate here. Definitely so. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor, who his office is on Heritage Park Drive right here in the borough. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing about your office, you can go there for not just your eyes, but if you have some skin issues, you can help take care of that as well. That's right, Scott. If you want to uh, take care of those age spots on your face, neck, chest, hands, wherever they are, or maybe you've got some of those unsightly blood vessels that kind of take on a a red or a dark purple color around your face. Maybe you're someone who suffers from acne rosacea. All those things can be taken care of with the same laser treatment. And then besides that, we have the full line of cosmeceuticals, of medical-grade chemical peels, Botox, fillers. The latest thing is the radio frequency microneedling, which helps to greatly soften wrinkles, uh, tighten the skin, and give it a more youthful appearance. And all those things we do right in the office. You can drive yourself, go back home, and in a few days, everything's looking better. And we do already have a question here, and I know you do Botox, and the question is in regards to Botox, asking if it can help with it says, quote, my tired-looking eyes and somewhat drooping eyelids. So if you've got drooping eyebrows, then yes, we can do what's called a little Botox or a chemical forehead lift there to lift up the eyebrows. But as far as anything drooping, Botox would be the last thing you'd want to use there because... Botox inhibits muscle contraction, and that would make it droop even more. But you can get a tightening procedure, or what's really best is what's called a eyelid ptosis repair that can elevate that eyelid. Uh, that is a surgical procedure that we can do in the office. But it really requires an exam to say which is the best thing for you. Uh, and we'll be happy to uh, see anybody and their brother, as they say. Just make an appointment. The number is 615 8, or excuse me, uh, 
615, look up McCabe Vision Center, 893. Um, I think I, I, I got it right, 904-9024. that will work. You, you've got like so 50 numbers. Give us a I know. Call, <laughs> up on Facebook. We have all those for you. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe on air with us this morning. And if you have any questions for us, call them in or text them in 615-893-1450. And we'll get you on the air this morning. And uh, again, you cover so many different things, not only just the eyes, but also you can help with Botox and also skin problems that people may have, such as uh, unsightly things that they don't like so much. That's another thing that you can help with, like you were saying just a second ago. And uh, we're going to take a short break, check on that weather forecast, and we will be right back with Dr. Craig McCabe. So make sure you stay with us, the weather right now. A few spotty showers and storms at times this afternoon. Partial sunshine develops high in the low 90s. Tonight's slight chance for showers and storms alone near 72. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 70. By growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I, I didn't understand and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and, I, and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for me so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing of the torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 822, Dr. McCabe is now in studio with us. I know you are on the phone a second ago there. A lot of traffic in Murfreesboro. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. No, was, nothing has changed. I was, <laughs> I was, I was. If you've all have ever done that, I was in the process of getting out of my car and it's switching over from the Bluetooth to my phone, and I had too many things in my hand, and I'm sure we've all done that. Six one five nine zero four nine zero two four, right there uh, off of Heritage Park and Memorial, which is just one light up of Northfield and Memorial. Most people know where the twenty four hour. Walgreens is there. We're right up a light from that, right off the corner. So, uh, yes, Scott, so we have the full line of the cosmetic things, which have been going uh, very well at our office. Uh, and then, of course, um, cataract surgery with the latest full-range vision lens. As a matter of fact, this month, uh, I was the first one in Rutherford County and I think second in Tennessee of putting in one of the newest versions of the full range vision lenses, which help to make your vision even better by correcting something called achromatopsia, 
Ooh, that's a mouthful for... I, I've never even heard that word work. before. <clears throat> well, I'll bet you have an idea, uh, you being a linguist, uh, knowing that the root of the word is chroma, right? Which, of course, is... Would be color. Color, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So anyone who has looked through a telescope or binoculars uh, will know that on the edges of the vision through those things they get a separation of red, green, and blue light. They get a little fuzzy edge like it on it there, which is because, this goes back, way back now. Let's see if y'all can remember the Pink Floyd album cover, Dark Side of the Moon. That'd be the one with the pyramid and the, uh, the prism. Yes, the prism and white light went into it and it separated it into the Roy G. Biv, the rainbow of colors. And that's what happens because within the visible light that we see in all the different colors, uh, blue is a shorter wavelength and red is a longer wavelength and they travel differently through different media. And so they're separated a little bit. You know, if you take a color wheel and you spin it super fast, you don't see the individual colors. You see white. Huh? Yeah. I, I've never tried that. Yeah. And then, well, all our artists out there, uh, they'll know these things or graphic artists. But if you take away all the colors, you have black. Black is the absence of color. So anyways, lenses will cause that separation. And so, of course, if you can realign the focus of those colors, you'll have better focus and sharper vision. And that's what this uh, new full-range vision lens does. And so now they're working at all the little things to help give you better vision. And one by one, we're minimalizing those aberrations. And as a result, people have better what's called contrast sensitivity, which is their ability to see uh, dusk, dawn, darker conditions, less light conditions, lower light conditions, and they get sharper vision, better functional vision. And so this is one of the new qualities that is made better or refined by these new full range vision lenses. Huh. Uh, we do have a question here. This one is in regards to headaches and it's been a couple of months since we had a headache mm -hmm. question. This person says, over the last two weeks, I've experienced more headaches than usual in the right side of my head. It almost feels as if it's behind my eye somewhere. And I notice when I close and open my eye, I can feel the pain either get worse or get better. What could that be? So that's an interesting question, and they've given us a little bit of detail. They didn't just say headaches, what can I do? And so that's appreciated. And, you know, headaches are a headache for your physician to try to make better for you because it's such a nebulous uh, topic that can be caused by so many different things. But typically they go into classes such as migraine headaches, muscle tension headaches, and then the other ones are less often, such as cluster headaches and other things like this. Interestingly, pain to the eyes causing headaches 
98% of the time is due to headaches and not the eye being the primary cause of the pain. Now, there are a few situations when it can. Uh, a notable one is iritis, where you have inflammation of the iris in the eye, just like appendicitis and tonsillitis. The itis means inflammation of that tissue. And what's notable about iritis is that <clears throat> when you're in light, oh my gosh, it hurts. And I'm talking seriously, it hurts where you wear sunglasses inside. I, I guess this is why those with migraines like to be in a dark room and just yeah, kind of cuddled up in a you know a fetal position <laughs> in the corner with their sunglasses on, uh, and and it's it's not to be taken lightly. This is a, a difficult thing for them, and just like a sore back muscle, a sore eye muscle also requires relaxation and anti-inflammatory medicine. So we'll put them on something that dilates their iris, your pupils, to make it bigger. And you'll go on a steroid drop, which is an anti-inflammatory for the eyes. And that's the same way you treat a sore back muscle, right? Except you're using, instead of ibuprofen or a steroid in an eye drop, you're using taking it as a pill. And the same thing, something like Flexeril or something, a back muscle relaxant. Now, if that's the case, it would never get better when you open your eyes. It would always be better when you closed your eyes and you didn't stipulate which one, but that could be it. But again, that requires prescription treatment and you really should see an eye doctor for that. You know, and they'll check other things. Make sure there's no scratches on your cornea or other things that can cause pain. Uh, sometimes a wrong glasses prescription can give you eye aches, not the same kind of pain, uh, milder, but an eye ache where your eyes feel really tired and sore after you've worn them for a while or you've been reading with them for a while. So the best thing to do is make an appointment. Um, once again, our phone number is 615-904-9024. You know, look us up. We're happy to take care of you or see who's local that you typically go to. Um, the main thing is to get it taken care of. You know, it seems like for doctors out there, it can be tough a lot of times because so often patients come in with that typical stomach ache or that typical headache or that typical backache, and it could be pain radiating from anywhere. So that's got to be really hard trying to diagnose and pinpoint. Yeah, those what are called referred pain, you know, um, people who unfortunately... A lot of people in wars or amputees or whatever, they may not have a hand or a foot. And they'll say, my hand or my foot aches. And that's because the nerves that supply that, er that area is damaged and inflamed and sending pain fiber signals to the area that they used to correspond to, even though that's gone. So that's a referred pain situation or phantom limb pain, it's also called. That's interesting. I, I never even heard of that before. Yeah, um, boy, talk to our vets. And, you know, I'll just take a second right now. These people are amazing. They risk our lives, or they risk their lives in the most terrible situations and stressful situations. And, you know, they, they need all the help they can get. 
And recently, our government just passed a bill for certain ones that encountered certain chemicals and you heard of these fire pits and things like this just to help get them some additional medical care. You know, it shouldn't be a fight for us to take care of our veterans. They have fought for us. You know, we absolutely should fight for them and their care and what they suffered because it's changed their whole lives and they go in as, you know, young people. So um, anyways, that's enough of that. But support your veterans, support the people that look after us so that we can have a carefree, wonderful life and complain about you know, little bitty things, <laughs> you know, and uh, so we're so lucky f that we have them defending us. You know, but anyways, um, we'll get back to the eyes and, y you know, see your eye doctor once a year. You know what I mean? If you're over the 45, you should definitely see him once a year. If you're going through high school, you know, as a, a teenager, um, and you're having any kind of difficulty seeing the, you know, when I was growing up, it was called a green board. Now it's called a white board. And maybe it's just all digital media now. But if you have any trouble seeing the front of the class and all those things, uh, definitely get your eyes checked. If there's a family history of eye disease, get your eyes checked. Yeah, you're going to waste three hours one day of the year. And it's probably uh, some of the best time you could have invested uh, in the future care of your eyes, which become more and more important. And they're already one of the most important things of your whole day. And for teenagers out there, you know, for parents listening, because I know school's back in session now, so they're, they're not listening on the drive to school because it's already past that school bell time. But kids can have uh, contact lenses. They don't have to have glasses, right? Oh, absolutely. And so a common question I get is, how do I know when my son or daughter is ready for contacts? <clears throat> so, of course, they already are wearing glasses. But you know what? When you're going into high school, you know, the, the way you look and present yourself that's one of the most important things of their whole life. It's more important than school. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and everybody knows this who has uh, these uh, kids at this age. So, one of the ways you can really help them, and they would really appreciate, is letting them try contacts. And for almost all of them, it's appropriate. In some situations, it's not. But when they say, how do I know when my kid is ready, I'll say, you know what, if you ask them to do something, and most of the time they do it, if they keep their room relatively clean, then they're being responsible, right? And contacts are a responsibility. And it's not a once a week responsibility, it's a daily responsibility. But usually, it means so much to them that they're willing to up their status on being responsible. So when they start to start to show responsibility, and uh, I'm not trying to be sexist here, but the girls typically show that responsibility <laughs> earlier than the boys do. And I know a lot of parents are shaking their heads, but that's not, a, you know, it's not everybody, but in general. And so lots of girls when they're eight years old can start contacts, uh, sometimes 10. It depends when they develop that 
behavior of being responsible about things. Um, you know, it, you know, you'll find they're pretty responsible about their cell phone because it means a lot to them, yes. right? Means a lot to them. They protect that pretty well, and the same thing goes with their contacts. So uh, sometimes, boys, it's not till they're twelve. So it just depends. Don't go by those age guidelines. Go by, you know, if your uh, kid shows that they can be responsible about things, that's that's the best guide. And then you go get an eye exam, and they'll tell you whether they're suitable for contacts or not. But you know, ninety-five percent of the time, the answer is yes. And there's different options available for contacts, right? I mean, some that can stay in overnight, some that can't. I, I mean, there's options, right? There definitely are, but I think all eye doctors will recommend that they use the contacts that they take out at night and don't sleep in. Um, when you're sleeping and your eyes are closed, you don't blink, right? Right. And blinking is what remoisturizes the eyes. Uh, and there's an exchange wearing contacts during blinking of the tear film, which contains enzymes things like lysozyme, not that that's important, but that lysozyme chews up on bacteria cell walls. So it is an antibacterial, your tear film, and it keeps that concentration or load of bacterial down to a suitable level where it typically doesn't cause any problems. But people who sleep in their contacts on a regular basis have a 12 to 14 times greater chance of getting infections underneath them because the bacteria sits under that warm moist surface and it loves that so it multiplies like crazy um, and it can then penetrate the epithelium the outer layer of the cornea and you can get a corneal infection which can erode the corneal surface called a corneal ulcer uh, which are bad things for your eyes. Now there are contacts that uh, do have a 30-day extended wear uh, to them and that's what they're called. They're called extended wear contacts or day and night. You may have heard that brand name, anything like that. But I, I would recommend unless there is a really good reason why they can't take them in and out. Um, you know, some people have arthritic fingers and hands and they have a hard time you know using eye drops and other things like that then that might be a better situation for that but you have to have a good healthy tear film and it is best to take them out and then I also recommend that the kind that you take out that once a week you use a solution and uh, no support from them at all but called clear care that's over the counter in the drugstore and it's actually peroxide and you soak your contacts in that overnight one day out of each week, one night, and that will keep them in, you know, like new condition and uh, gets off all the bacteria, gets off any protein debris, things that tend to attach to your contact lenses. It's really the best way to clean them for soft contact lenses. And your eye doctor who you see that's going to fit you and go through all this will go through all these things with you. Uh, and that's to me, that's the basic contact lens care. So like I said, it's a little bit of a daily responsibility and care for them. And if you do that, you shouldn't have a problem at all for years and years and years. If you don't do that, then it's more likely, like I said, the odds go up of having a problem.
Again, Dr. Craig McCabe, eye doctor on the air with us this morning. And somebody texted in, thank you for saying that about the veterans. Wanted to remind folks there is a new Rutherford (laughs) County Veterans Center that offers services to further help veterans in our community. Uh, I knew about that, too. That is, I'm going to give the address of that real quick here because I I think I've got it pulled up. But it's on or right off of Memorial Boulevard at 439 Rice Street here in town. But there are a lot of services for veterans, and I'm sure you know, are some of those services eye-related? I mean, do they have an ophthalmologist? Do they have different eye doctors available uh, for yes, veterans? yes, absolutely. So right down the road from my office, <clears throat> just past Sportscom, as you know, is the VA here in town. And <clears throat> they do have ophthalmologists and optometrists on staff there. But anyone will be glad to tell you that the wait is not short there. There are long lines just to get an appointment. You think you have a long appointment to get to see your doctor. There's just like two to three times that. Yeah. Uh, and the medications they're allowed to get, they're almost always only the cheapest generics. Um, so they get the very uh, basics of care. And, you know, it. And we don't want to single out just the veterans, but the, the police officers. And, you know, our town is getting more and more violent for them. They're under more and more, you know, significant situations, stressful situations. And, you know, they're always there for us. You know, the, the truck drivers that transport our food to our grocery stores. You know, these are the people that were with us through the COVID that showed that they cared and that worked their jobs relentlessly under, you know, some of the most difficult conditions and you know they were there for us and all the people that and they don't make much money at all you know and you know usually if they have one of those jobs their spouse has to have a decent job and work all the time too which is difficult on their family situation and so i think we should just all appreciate those people you know all the all the rich people that we give our money to to go see a concert or a ball game or any of these kind of things will blow a lot of money on them for just a few hours. And then where were they for us when we needed them, right? They were on their island or in their mansion, you know, kicking back with a full staff, taking care of them, you know, and everyone else here was struggling. You know, the nurses, right? The nurses, all those first responders, all those people, all the people taking care of our seniors, in senior care centers and retirement homes, uh, you know, they, they had a very difficult situation and uh, worked hard and often suffered themselves because of these things. So we need to support those people, in my opinion. And, you know, the least you can do is to say thanks. We appreciate what you do. We have another more of a, well, it's a question and a statement Mm -hmm. Uh, throughout the entire COVID period. I know different types of medications were prescribed for those who came down with COVID. Are there (laughs) any surveys done or any testing done yet to reveal if any of those prescriptions caused long lasting eye problems? 
you know, I, I know there's going to be a lot of studies to come out over the next few years. <laughs> right. I, you, I you, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly what we're talking about without names. Maybe we're talking about... Uh, well, so many different like, prescriptions given. Well, throughout yeah, that period. but I'm, I think you heard of things like ivermectin, right? That was I th- yes, I have. That was yeah. probably the top one, and there was actually just another study published in the last month uh, that looked back at all these cases and cases that used ivermectin and all these kind of things, and they found that in some small groups it did help some, but by far and away, on average didn't supply any protection or help to the average person going through COVID. Now, isn't ivermectin used by the veterinarian community a lot in treatment of things like horses? I mean, isn't it? To- yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it was actually a uh, malaria drug to start out okay. with. But yes, you're right, a, a veterinary drug. And uh, it's an anti-inflammatory so early on in COVID, when you know the original coronavirus was causing a lot more mortality, there was a lot more inflammation called an inflammatory storm. And so anti-inflammatories were often used to calm that down. But anti-inflammatories also suppress your immune system. And that's the only thing that's going to take care of you is your immune system. So... Uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword, kind of like how steroids are. But the best thing, you know, way far and beyond is vaccination and boosting. And I hope everybody out there, I know it's controversial, but I'm telling you it works. It's, and the studies are overwhelming, the science on this, is to get your vaccine and get your boosters. The problem we're having now with it, of course, is there's been so many mutations since the original vaccination that the vaccination, the boosters, are lasting less and less long. Yeah, they still keep you from dying or having to go to the hospital with severe disease, but you will get sick. Matter of fact, uh, Scott, I'll ask you this, yes. and because uh, we just talk a little bit, I don't expect you to know any of the answers. But how many people do you think are thought to get COVID now daily? In Tennessee, or- and let's say the whole country in the U.S. Gosh, I, I don't know. Percentage-wise, I, I bet you at least at least ten percent are still going to get COVID over the next, let's say, twelve months or so. So daily positives um, is uh, about a hundred and fifty thousand, but hardly anybody's getting tested now. Yeah, right, because the disease is less, and people are testing at home. And how accurate? Yeah, are and those? those well, those don't ever get ever get reported to the government, so we have no track of those at all. So it's thought to be a million people a day wow get infected with coronavirus get covid uh, with the omicron which you know is much more infectious but less mortality unless you have bad lung disease or you have a bad immune system so it's out there and it's a lot and you just said kids are going back to school yeah you can expect a bump here and today first full day of uh, classes yeah you can expect a big bump let's say, in a week to two weeks. Mark my words. (laughs) You know, and you can expect them to bring it home. And so all the parents should be thinking about that as well. Uh, There's very little risk to getting your kids immunized. 
And if it helps to keep them from bringing it back home, that could be very important to your family and to your extended family. Uh, but enough of that. Uh, what we need is we need a new vaccine, a new booster, and that's supposed to come out in November. And I guess the, on the flip side of all this, if you are vaccinated, you could still get COVID, but hopefully it'll just be a much lesser form of COVID that won't last as long. The sickness won't last as long or, or be as detrimental as if you didn't have that, if you didn't have that vaccine. You won't die from it. That's the good in, news. In 99.9% .9 of cases. Yeah. Yes. And certainly if your body is weakened by the lungs or your immune system, you absolutely ask your doctor, but you absolutely should. Now, there's going to be a, a resurge of this, and uh, people just need to look out for symptoms. And definitely with that first full day of school today, and, and I'm not sure, but, you know, last year the schools kept a, an ongoing count of the number of students who had COVID, number of students who I guess were in close contact with somebody who had COVID. I don't know if they're going to do that throughout this school year or not, but if they do, I, I guess that information will be helpful in some way. Well, absolutely. No, no it, the thing is to catch it early. Um, the, the best thing, of course, is prevention is the best treatment. So, right, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, a stitch in time saves nine, all those kind of things. Um, and, and anybody who works in the healthcare field can tell you dozens and dozens of stories of patients that come in and they, you know, they lost both their parents. Yeah. They lost their brother, sister. They lost their kids, you know, all these kind of terrible things. Um, or that they're having long COVID. We have many patients now that are on full-time uh, oxygen with nasal cannulas. Because of COVID? Right. Wow. So, you know, you, you can have that long haulers, that long-term COVID. And this is not to scare anybody or anything like that. But, you know, just try to protect yourself and your family. Definitely. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning and on the air. And if you have questions for him, give us a call or text us. You can text us at 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. And we'll get you on the air this morning with Dr. McCabe. Time right now is 8.50. We're going to take a short break, but we will be right back. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Payne Hardison, and I'm a resident here at Adams Place. The food, the company, the exercise, and everything is tremendous here, and it's just a house full of friends. Well, it's a way for a person that needs care to lift that burden off of their family and to come here at Adams Place and thoroughly enjoy every day. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. 
Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. few spotty showers and storms at times this afternoon. Partial sunshine develops a high in the low 90s. Tonight's slight chance for showers and storms alone near 72. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 70. Good morning, sweetheart. Time to wake up. Ah, the morning's first whispers. Don't want to be late for school. As the sun rises over Murfreesboro, the miracle of fall springs to life. Are you out of bed? Your family must respond. Have you brushed your teeth? And as the crisp new morning crescendos, time bends. Mom, I can't find my homework. The relaxation of summer is no longer recognizable. Where are your shoes? Hey, where are my shoes? Instincts kick in. You're gonna miss the bus! A new language bursts forth. It's time to go! You'll need every tool at your disposal. Every single morning! An anchor anchors to guide you. Fortunately, Amy, Ben, Rebecca, Nick, Leland, and Nikki D are with you. Good morning to you. I'm Amy Watson. And I'm Ben Hill. This is Changing weather, traffic conditions, news to keep you safe. Don't venture out into back to school without News Channel 5 this morning. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Dr. Craig McCabe on air and in studio with us this morning. Time right now, 8.53. If you have any questions for us, text them right now, 615-893-1450. Again, 893-1450 is the number. And, and I guess going back to the whole COVID thing, just out of curiosity, did you have many COVID cases where patients came in and they didn't know they had it and you saw something in them to say, you know, well, you probably should get tested for COVID? Yeah, we probably had just a handful. You know, we, we did the same thing as everybody did with the surveys and the, the temperature testing and all that. But uh, as you know, it has about a four-day lag period from the time you get infected to you actually demonstrate symptoms. And during that time, you don't know you got it, but you're contagious. And so that's one of the reasons uh, it spreads. Um, I think that uh, some people who, you know, will gut it out and go to work and do all these things no matter what you know is hurting them and we all know there's a few people like that then they will try to work through it and do those things but unfortunately that just spreads it more and then of course whenever we have a lot of people gathered up in a tight area uh, then it's like that now and in our office we've tried to spread out the waiting room and um you know, sanitize everything and do all the things that we're supposed to do. And that's the best you can do. But the, the main defense, of course, is the vaccine and the boosters. And, you know, the studies are out now that the, the boosters only, you know, it used to be they had seven, eight months and then six months. And now the new studies show they may only be about effective for maybe four 
months or so uh, until we get a new vaccine out which handles this uh, Omicron and the newer forms. There's already a new one out from the Omicron 5 that you heard out. There's a, I think it's 2.7. But um, the thing is that the, the virus doesn't want to kill you, if I can be anthropomorphic. It, it wants to replicate, to mutate, so that it can spread more easily. And, of course, if it kills the host, it can't spread. You know, so it wants the host alive. And that's why you see with most of these viruses, this, if you talk to any virologist, they'll tell you this is how almost all new viruses go. Is they start out much less contagious and much greater mortality, and then it gradually switches as time goes on, and they mutate and they refine their genetic code. They become less uh, deadly and more contagious. And that's what we're seeing with the coronavirus as well. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe with us. This next question, it says, I have a, I guess, a prosthesis eye. Would that be a prosthetic eye or yes. a fake eye? Yes. Uh, and I got this several years ago, <clears throat> and I was told that there are new and better options for me. Is that true? And if so, are the costs much higher? Now, you know, I always call that a glass eye. Is it really a glass eye? or what No, are they it's, made it's, of? it's an acrylic from a true artist called an ocularist that uh, takes pictures and measurements of your good eye and then uh, takes measurements of the area there that that acrylic prosthetic sits in so that it doesn't droop and it stays centered and doesn't move around much. And, uh, you know, they're really artisans of what they do. And, and the ones now really do a, a really good job. But what happens is, you know, we age. Our eye socket changes, especially uh, when it is different than it is normally. And so you've got to go get that checked on. You know, I'd say every five years. Go back to that ocularist. Make sure it's fitting right. Make sure it doesn't have any sharp corners on it. It's not irritating you. You don't have... Uh, mucus and matter coming out of it from irritation because they can often take care of it there or maybe they need to build it up some or maybe you've had it for 20 years and you just get need to get a new one and um, the it seems that the improvements with them is that they try to look more lifelike so when your good eye looks to the left it'll look to the left it has greater um, motility uh, range of motion in how it uh, looks left, right, and up, and down, so it looks more natural. So, uh, you know, take good care of it. Keep it clean. Make sure you're not having any of these irritation issues. If you are, then see your eye doctor. And then go see that ocularist or some ocularist uh, every five years just for a checkup. Make sure everything's good. You know, we only have less than a minute left. Maybe a dumb question, but are we at a point where... A fake or, or an eye transplant can take place, one from a cadaver, I don't know, into somebody so that they can see Yeah, again? so I've said on this show many times before, the last great frontier of medicine is the central nervous system, which is the brain on the spinal cord. The retina of the eye is an extension of the brain. It is brain tissue. So, unfortunately, we do not have the technology to repair, rejuvenate, or replace brain tissue. But when we do, I'm sure the retina will be one of the first ones done. 
Dr. Craig McCabe on the air with us this morning. He is at 122 Heritage Park Drive in Murfreesboro. Phone number 615-904-9024 and online at McCabeVisionCenter.com. Dr. McCabe, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for all the great questions. I hope everybody has a great week. You're listening to WGNS Murfreesboro. Ron Jordan is next with the local news.